the duo is back at it again. Wait, what do you mean, duo? The Where's du- the third the guy? The duo, we dropped him. What? But no, he didn't tell enough jokes. Missed comeback. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you an intern. You're the best. Miss is on what we call vacation. Ah, uh, the mighty vacation of something that we may know some things about or not at all. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. What's a vacation? What is a vacation? We're here every Sunday to record blood, sweat, oh. and tears all over my audio file. Until we miss one, then I guess that's yeah. a vacation. Until but we, anyway. Until we take a break and suddenly it's two breaks and then suddenly it's three hey. breaks. Hey. We don't do... <laughs> We don't do cold openers, but hey! <laughs> Yet no one will ever hear this. Hey! hey. Hey guys! Welcome to Anime Rewind, the podcast where we revisit animes from our childhood and try to see if they hold up to today or if they should just remain a good memory. My name's Luffy. I'm Shay. And my I name's Miss. I miss you, man. I miss you, Miss. Yo, <laughs> I'm back, guys. I'm back from my vacation. How how was how you been? I, I appreciate that we both tried to do <laughs> We both tried to become Miss. <laughs> That's how that's how irreplaceable he is to us. We can't oh. we can't do a podcast without him. Well, I'm sure he watched Evangelion movies like we did and is, and has enjoyed them as much as we have. Yes. And yeah. really confused possibly. 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 I mean, if we're going to jump right into it, this first movie was the most cut and dry Evangelion we've gotten so far. Minus like the last 2 minutes, but we can talk about that later. Okay. So so as far so as far as movie one goes, if 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 Evangelion fans watched one and they watched it and they're like super confused, like wait, I thought this was a movie. This is more just of a a recap of stuff that I watched. It's just really nice looking, shiny, and the mu- music's pretty good. But the robots look pretty great, and the angels look pretty scary. It's just everything's kind of sped up. I tell you what, you wouldn't be wrong because I felt the same way when I watched it. <laughs> same, same. You ain't wrong. Um, it's. I think it's a retelling of episodes one through six. It could be one through seven. I don't remember like the exact numbering, but I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But I the, the beats are pretty much the same. Honestly, I I when I watched it, I was like, we're back at it again. Here we are, Shinji. Get back in that robot, right? So, so again, if you guys haven't watched these movies yet, if you guys have an Amazon Prime, definitely watch it on Amazon. We are not sponsored. That's how we, we watched it, because it's not on Netflix. That's right. I don't know why. And, like, who doesn't have Amazon Prime these days? You know, Jeffrey Bezos, he rules the world. And, even uh, though it's going up, but that's besides the point. Yeah, even though he's still robbing our wallets when he's a rich man tearing down bridges to get his yacht that he built in some random puddle for no reason to get it out to sea i i don't remember the story but anyway anyway <laughs> anyway uh praise jeffrey bezos jeffrey bezos, <laughs> bezos. yeah but it, it is on it is on amazon prime as shang mentioned and i think this is probably the i think the evangelion movies is probably the most accessible like 
um, anime that we've talked about that most people can watch. Like, uh, most people got Amazon Prime, you know? Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I mean, initial impressions-wise, like, outside of, like, the fact that the movie just retold the entire plot, what I really did like is that, at least for the dub, they brought all the original bad voice actors back. <laughs> and this is, like, I think eight or nine years after the original anime, like, was dubbed, right? Yeah. And you know what? Their voices still suck, but I actually feel like their performance got better. But you know what? That's that's nostalgic though, because I I growing well, I say grow up, but you know, just watching it, you know, it was kind of nostalgic. I I like these voices; they were funny, they're hilarious. Now I get to watch these movies in a in the future, and I'm probably expecting new. Vo- no, they came back, and I I was kind of happy. It was that's like pretty right. nostalgic, <laughs> even though I watched it like three four weeks ago with you guys. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one thing I liked in this movie was I felt like it was like a second chance of retelling the first six episodes and cutting down on scenes that kind of sucked or were pointless. Like the one that really comes to mind is the scene where I think it's Toji is telling uh, Shinji to punch him. Yeah. And in the movie, it's quick, right? He just punches them and they're done. There's no stop. You got to have more meaning. Like, they just cut that all out. Dude, it's the same episode where he's like, so uh, that segment cut off like a good 15, 20 minutes of an episode of Shinji literally running away. And the. What, I forgot what's his, what's his name. The, what's the friend who wants to get punched again? Dear God, I, I I think it's Toji. I I kind of made it up, but I think it's Toji. Toji okay, S-s-s- hypothetical Toji, who was probably Toji, wants to get punched, but instead of chasing Shinji down to the train station wherever he's going to leave, it's just hey, it's it's just punch me at school. All right, we're good. And I'm pretty sure he's getting punched for the same reason. But I don't re- think they mentioned it in the movie. But if you watch the anime, y- you kind of know. You just kind of know. Yeah, you just kind of know why he's getting punched. They did They did zoom through things. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes gone in like... That was a five-minute <laughs> se- segment. You know what? What was funny to me is that there are actual very deliberate moments where they actually played everything back out scene by scene and it was drawn out. You know, like when Shinji first shows up... And he's supposed to get into Ava Unit 1, and he doesn't want to. Like, that back yeah. and forth of him saying, why did you bring me here, Dad? You just want me to get in a robot. Well, I don't want to get in a robot. And then yep. and then the dad's like, roll out the dead girl. And, you know, and that happens. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know, that scene, that scene wasn't edited at all. It was yeah, just I, completely I d- played out. Yeah, definitely. They definitely kept the important parts for, like, the moments that made Shinji... Uh, decide on his choices those i liked like you said that part where they roll out a ray in, in a i don't know in a, in a coffin or something it's like <laughs> we're gonna put her in the machine if you don't do it it's like all right i'll do it i'll do I'll it do man it. i'll do it yeah though a lot of those parts of shinji shinji's development of his character like they, they, they kept those moments and i like that yeah and then for some reason they didn't edit the uh the penguin scene where he meets the penguin and he's uh but naked and he's like penguin 
<laughs> That's, iconic. That's an iconic it's still scene. There. Okay? It's still there. I mean, like, it, it's kind of funny because, like, you can watch this movie and then notice what was cut out and what was cut it, kept in and then retroactively go back to the original anime series and be like, okay, I know these scenes are important to the overall plot. I would, I would almost dare say that if some things were, like, left in the areas they were instead of like the places they are now in the movie i would almost tell you just watch movie one you're pretty much caught up and it only took you like an hour and a half to watch that movie because it's literally just a recap (laughs) yeah yeah uh one thing i did personally feel and this is this is something that just comes from someone who never had seen evangelion before but had seen the movies like back in 2008 or 9 when it came out is that Actually watching the anime series and then watching the movie made the movie make so much more sense. Like there's so much like like jargon dropping in the movie. Like human instrumentality gets dropped right away. Like Lilith gets dropped. Sele gets dropped. Like all these like big plot terms. Yeah. All these important plot terms are just in the first movie. And I remember like watching it in 2008 and also like. I think you and I, Shane, we actually rewatched Evangelion movies yeah. like before we started watching the TV series, yeah. <laughs> and like I still remember watching those, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good shonen." <laughs> what does this all mean? <laughs> I don't know what any no of this. No context. Means. Yeah, there's no context. Yeah, that that. I like robots. You know, like that. That was this my is only definitely thought. a robot show. Yeah, but um. Now that we went through the anime and then now we're watching this like movie, it actually there's much more to like appreciate now that I have the context of like the anime series and end of end of Evangelion like with me. And so I appreciated my like fourth rewatch of this movie. I okay. feel like I finally understood it and it makes me a little bit more excited to watch the next three. Now, before we, you even continue, now that you've watched the anime and, well, obviously you've watched the movie. We've done it together. But now we're, we're doing it for the podcast. So now that we re-watched it, <laughs> would you say that this is just a retelling? Just based off the first movie, is this a retelling minus all the weird little... of uh, uh, w- <sighs> The whole Toji thing where they he fight they he gets punched at school rather at this place where uh Shinji's leaving. Like those little minor details. Well, I say minor, but those details. Besides those, would you think that it's a retelling of the anime in movie form? Or is it something or is it a remake of the show? That's a great question, Shang. I like where you're leading with this. So I can tell you for sure, at the surface level, it does feel like either it's just a retelling of the series or if it, or it's a reboot of the series. It's like essentially like Hideaki Anno just giving another shot at telling Evangelion as a story. Like that's what it feels like on the surface. But there are small details, and I think especially the last two minutes of the movie make me think otherwise. And I, the most important detail for me, at least, that makes me think that this is potentially a continuation of End of Evangelion 
Whoa. Whoa, he's putting on the tin can. That's right. Don't do it. Put, That's right. Put the tin foil. Wait, take off the tin foil hat. No, I won't let the aliens get my brain waves. I've seen signs by M. Night Shyamalan. This man watches anime. I know what's about <laughs> to come out of his mouth, right? So the the one the one particular detail that makes me think this is a continuation of End of Evangelion is that the ocean looks like fruit punch. And in the anime series, that ocean is nice and blue. And at the end of Evangelion, that ocean is fruit punch. Now, how we got from End of Evangelion to the first movie here, I have no idea. All I know is Shinji tried to choke out Asuka, and then she called him disgusting. And here we have Shinji getting picked up in a car by Misato and going to get back into the Ava. This, this man watches way too much anime. Oh, I love anime. This man's crazy. Because I can tell you, I can hear Jimmy on the other side of the room saying, okay, yeah, the ocean may be red, but how do you explain the kids, all the people, all of Neo Tokyo, Tokyo, Neo Tokyo, Tokyo 3 coming back? You're telling me it was all some crazy Groundhog Day scenario, but the red ocean stayed red? What's going on? What's going on? That part. Jimmy I, thinks you're crazy. Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it does. Jimmy, let me tell you something. I might be. I understand where you're coming from, Jimmy, but let me tell you. Evangelion, understanding Evangelion is not for the sane people. All right, you got to be crazy to try and understand Evangelion in the first place. And what I think, what I think <laughs> is, is that at the end of Evangelion, everyone's AT fields were getting destroyed, but then Shinji's held on to his individuality. And I think over time, between the that end of that movie and the beginning of this movie, everyone's AT fields were slowly restored, and I don't know what else happened, because I can't rationalize everything, anything else within the context of this movie. But I do think, I do think this is a continuation. That is my, that is my tinfoil hat theory for this episode. Or, or... I- or, or this could be the same timeline, but on a different diverging path. Or now I do like I do agree that in my tinfoil hat brain mind is that I do agree that I don't remember the ocean being quite as fruit punchable, but um there was a segment that I'm trying to remember if it was a movie one or two. So I'm pretty sure it's in two, so I'm going to so I'll come back to this question. But I'm going to say that I, I I think I don't think it was always like this. I don't think it was. I don't think everything's covered in fruit punch. Not like we think. Not like how the original anime depicts depicts it because things have happened before it's just it, the anime didn't show it as much as the movie i think because remember beforehand there were there was already a second impact that happened that's so true. there has 
There was so there some, has to be some fruit punch out there already. Yeah, there was some in fruit the punch in the South Pole. I remember fruit punch in the South Pole. But was there fruit now punch how, in Tokyo? True. Now how to get in Tokyo? I don't know, I man. don't know, man. Someone got know, a lot man. of fruit punch dye one day. A lot of Kool-Aid powder packets and was like, I guess it's going in the ocean. I don't know. Maybe it was there before and it wasn't represented well in the anime. Who knows? Maybe he didn't show it too well and now he has in the movie. Yeah, maybe the animators forgot to draw it red in the anime a long time ago. May just maybe. That's conventional thinking. Maybe. Just but maybe. then how conventional is anime anyway? Not at all. That's right. That's right. But I do would like... I am going to stick with this th this idea of the same timeline, but then it diverges. Diverges. All right, all right. So where we got two theories going on. We got the Shin, Shin, <laughs> the Shang tinfoil hat theory of diverging timelines. I we got the Luffy tinfoil hat theory of continuing timeline, and then we got Mist, who will tell us he his has a theory, theory next. At he has next an episode. anime theory. That's, that's right. Mist <laughs> will tell us his theory next episode. Um, but okay, you know what? All this conversation has reminded me of some other things I noticed, right? Mm -hmm. um, in this movie, we are shown Lilith in Central Dogma. I believe it's called Central Dogma in this, um, mm -hmm. in this one, instead of Lower Dogma. Um, Lilith has a two-eye mask, huh? Huh? Instead of a seven-eye mask. What's going on here? Whoa! What's going on? That's not that's not what Sele wants. Sele likes seven eyes, not two eyes. So that that piqued my suspicion. And then in the final scene of the movie, when our boy Kaoru wakes up, he's not the first one on the moon to have woken up. Not it's only not. that, there's another Lilith on the moon, and that one has seven eyes. I think. Or is that not Lilith? Who knows? But it definitely brought up some question marks there. Ooh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let me do some quick Googling. <laughs> they're the same thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, there, 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 something's going on there at the end of the first movie. I can't remember. The one thing I can't remember is if Lilith was severed in half in the anime as well. That part I don't remember. Yeah, it may, may it's a different mask. Uh I I think they would they went with a different probably like different style for the sake of hey, this is probably more crazier than oh, it's just missing legs, you know? Okay, yeah, I, I've confirmed that um, both both in the TV series and in the movie, Lilith is missing legs. The main difference is that the mask that Lilith is wearing is different. And also, I think the Spear of Longinus is already plunged into this Lilith. Yes. Versus um, in, the an in the anime series... The spear of Longinus is plunged into Lilith, I think, in like episode six or seven when uh, when Ray brings it back. Yeah. So there's some there's some things going on here. There's a new Lilith in Central Dogma, which in the anime was called Lower Dogma, which is where Lilith was kept. And now the old Lilith from the anime is now on the moon, 
with Kaoru. And then also, this is like the fifth coffin that has been opened on the moon or something like that. So something, something fishy is going on here. It's, it's, it's really, it's different. It's really different. You know, like a part of me feels like Hideaki Anno, like purposely made everything so similar and then something so different for the people who are paying attention to, and it just causes like a bunch of confusion. Just to cause a bunch of confusion. Just to cause, yeah, it's like, uh, what's the reason behind it? Oh, I just wanted to do that. I just, but, like but there has to be a reason. No, there's no reason. Yeah. I, and I mean, like, oh man, when we get into the second movie, nothing is the same anymore. Like, it just, nothing. It just changes. So I, I'm really excited for the second movie. That That's like where my like actual like enjoyment of the rebuild yeah. series comes from. That's where it picks up. That, that, cause I'm pretty sure the first movie is just like, just a, re- a reminder of things to come. You remember everything now. Now, the second movie is where things get kind of weird. Because, like, wait a minute. Who are these people? What are these events? That's not how that played out at all. What's going on here? That madman is just teasing us. Well, either way, either way. We will be watching the second movie, so. And luckily, we don't have to wait, like, two years for the movie to come out like it did back then. We can just watch it immediately, so. True. Moving ahead, like, moving forward, like, I am excited for the second movie. Like, in in my best memory, the second movie was, like, the best of the three that I watched that were out at the time. Like, the first, second, and third movies, like. Mm-hmm. Of those, I liked the second one the best. I felt it had the best action scenes. I be- felt like it had the most emotional scenes. And it definitely had the strongest lasting effect of the three of them. Oh, yes. Me. I believe that. Uh, but, yep. Yeah. Shang, do you have uh, any other things you would like to say about the first movie or your anticipation for the second movie? My anticipation of the second movie is that I... It's, it's, it's going to be good, and it was good. <laughs> what do you mean it was good? Did you already watch it, Chang? Uh, well, I would never do that. <laughs> do I hear it playing in the background right now? No. <sighs> that's, uh, uh. That's Kool-Aid. Yeah. 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 There's like, uh, I-, I feel like ever since I watched Evangelion, I've been on this weird binge of watching like really like special movies where like, Special movies. Like, I, I think the best explanation I can give is, like, I, I went on, like, an M. Night Shyamalan binge, and I uh. watched a movie called Unbreakable in, in, like, 2000. And it's, like, it follows the story of Bruce Willis, who slowly learns that he's a superhero. It's actually great. Then... Interesting. Then, like, in 2017, M. Night Shyamalan released a movie called Split. And it was about a kidnapper with 23 personalities that kidnaps, like, three girls. And in the end, like, the girls escape and the kidnapper, like, is on the run, right? But in the final credit scene, it shows Bruce Willis in a diner from in his unbreakable attire. And it, like, confirms that, like, that movie is in the unbreakable universe. And at the time, that was, like, mind-blowing. And, like, everyone's like, oh, my God. The amount of, like, reveals and then, like, you go back and you watch Split again. You see, like, how it really does tie into the original movie. And you're like, this is crazy. And, like, I feel like 
Evangelion is like giving me that feeling right now. Like oh, I'm okay. watching these movies and I'm like, there's so much detail in my rewatch that I missed the first time that really shows me how everything is connected together, either to the second movie to connecting to the first movie or these movies connecting to the original t- anime series. Like there's like small details that are like making my like li- making little switches in my head go off. And it's like, it's really exciting for me. Like I'm really looking forward to watching the second movie. I'm sure mist is too somewhere out there, somewhere out there. Somewhere he's like, out Whoa, there. that was an anime. Yeah. Somewhere out there. My boy mist. He's watching anime right now. And he's, He's thinking about Evangelion. I just know it. He's thinking about it. <laughs> All right. Um, other than that, um, we got anything else that? I mean, today's a short episode, but it, you know, first movie, very by the books. Very by the books. So, no, I I think that's it. I think uh, I've said my piece. I've, I don't know how many times I've said how much this this movie was a uh, a rerun for the series. It was nice. It was nice to see those those moments. Could just everything looks beautiful in this movie. Uh, action scenes are pretty cool. Shinji still has his moments, which define him as a character. And yeah, overall, it was it was an Evangelion movie. That's that's pretty much it. There's n- nothing too out of the ordinary for Evangelion. But that's kind of straight, uh, kind of stretching because Evangelion is a pretty out there movie or show anime already. So, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, next time, next time we'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll have we'll have our boy Miss back. If you if you've seen him out there, please please let him know we miss him and tell him to come home. Come home, Miss. Come home. Come home. Come we home. miss you. We miss I you. I miss you, my intern. I mean, my friend. Yes, my friend. Come back from vacation. Come back. All right. Well, um, I guess I guess that's a wrap for today's episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for joining us on this bonus episode ride, the first of four. Um, as we move through the Evangelion movies, um, I think the behind-the-scenes of anime rewind is that we will be looking into and preparing for season four of anime rewind in which we will be watching full metal alchemist brotherhood i think i think a very exciting one for the ages definitely something to look forward to so thank you for supporting as always and thank you for listening to today's episode um until then my name's luffy i'm shang ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、ずっと、